0: See Minneapolis-St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. Larry Elder explains what the deep state is all about. The um, obsession to get this man out of office, the expression deep state, these guys thought they were patriots.
1: James Comey thought he was a patriot.
0: Strzok, McCabe, they thought they were patriots. They were intrepid warriors for all the right. That's what makes them so dangerous. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: Photos and videos from our events, news updates, live streaming, and yeah, maybe even a selfie or two. The latest and greatest way to connect with the Patriot is to follow us on Instagram. Just simply search for am 1280 The Patriot on Instagram, and voila, there we are. Just past 2 o'clock here in the Twin Cities on this Saturday. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We are in a winter weather advisory, rain and snow mixed throughout the day. And we have a high of 33, and we'll drop down to a low of 30.
0: Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great
3: to be back in Minnesota
0: today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Yeah! Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird.
4: Hey, there we go. we can, uh, get the got to have the microphone on. Welcome back Twin Cities and the World. It is me, Brad Carlson. Filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, who will be uh, in for me tomorrow. He's out on assignment today, but uh, fear not—you uh, can always listen to uh, to Mitch as I do. I enjoy listening to Mitch, and like I say, he'll be in for me tomorrow. So, I uh, appreciate Mitch uh, being flexible to uh, switch up broadcasts today. Uh, is anybody, uh, by the way? I the Gophers Badgers game starts in about a half hour from um, uh, TCF Bank Stadium on the U of M campus. And, of course, the uh, big college uh, preview show, College Game Day, uh, was broadcasting live from campus. Of course, that's a, that's always a huge deal when Game Day goes to a specific campus because there's all the fanfare of these you know big-time uh, big, big time college football analysts like uh, Desmond Howard, Kirk Herbstreet, and uh, uh, Lee Corso, and then uh, Reese Davis hosts the panel. And they always have a celebrity picker. So basically someone closely affiliated with a host university comes on and picks the games with them and of course when they come to the game of the home team, the celebrity picker is always going to pick their his or her preferred team on the campus where they're uh, broadcasting from that goes without saying. well Eric Decker, the former uh, gopher wide receiver and uh, now uh, and he was also with the uh, played a few years with the uh, New York Jets and I believe the Tennessee Titans. Uh he was in fact he was part of a reality show. Did you ever see that reality show that he was part of? I think I forget his wife's name. Is his wife's name uh Jesse James? He was on some e reality show, he and his wife. Uh so he kinda got more mainstream um with with that. So, anyways, uh he was a celebrity picker out there at uh live on the University of Minnesota campus. And what you I always love to see are some of the signs that are made. You know, you see these signs in the uh, in the background. And uh, there was one in particular that I that I really enjoyed, and uh, and it said, uh, P.J. Fleck is the anti-Christ. Okay, Paul Christ is the name of the Wisconsin Badgers coach. So kind of the play on words, P.J. Fleck is the anti-Christ. See what they did there? I thought that was pretty clever. And I think one of my favorite signs was a sign that said, I have no idea what to write because we've never been in a situation like this. You know, we're a game of this magnitude. And I can totally relate to that. I, I turned 50 years old this past May, and I've been a fan of gopher football for about, um, uh, oh, probably the late 70s, the years of Smoky Joe Salem. So this is literally the most consequential game in my lifetime in for what's at stake because the winner of this game wins the big 10 west championship of course there's two sides to the big 10 conference there's the big 10 east and the big 10 west so the winner of this wins the big 10 west and obviously the traveling trophy the axe paul bunyan's axe that uh you know that goes with which stays with the team that wins this game and it stays with them for at least a year until they play again it's the traveling trophy and here's the thing Each team has won 60 games in this rivalry. Each team has lost 60 games in this rivalry, and there have been eight ties. And it's for the Big Ten West Championship and the quote-unquote privilege of playing Ohio State uh, next week for the Big Ten Championship. Let's be honest. Whoever plays Ohio State next week is probably going to be the sacrificial lamb in that game because Ohio State is just such a juggernaut. Uh, although they are, uh, looks like they are getting a little bit of a game from Michigan. Michigan just scored a touchdown. It's now 42-27 to 27, Ohio State. So they're within two scores, Michigan State, or Michigan is. They're our tribal rival Michigan. Uh, but Ohio State has the ball with about 13 minutes to go in that game. So I'm assuming Ohio State's going to win that. And then whoever wins between the Gophers and Badgers plays Ohio State in the, um, uh, for the Big Ten Championship. And then... Ohio State, they're like, they're number one in the country, I believe. So, or at least number one in the college football playoff. So, Ohio State is going to go to the college football playoff, one of the final four. So, that means the Rose Bowl is going to need a different team representing the Big Ten in that, in the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. So, this game, Gophers Badgers could be for a berth in the Rose Bowl. And, like I said, this. This is uncharted territory for me in my 40 years as a Gopher fan. Never has a Badgers-Gophers game been this consequential. Never. With this much at stake. The Badgers have been far superior to the Gophers for about 20 years, okay, because they've had a birth in the the Rose Bowl at stake because they've been to many, many Rose Bowls since – Uh, Barry Alvarez, I think, assumed the helm of the Badgers program around 1990. And then after the 93 season, they went to their first Rose Bowl. And I think he led them to at least three Rose Bowls, maybe more. So Wisconsin has had that taste of being in the granddaddy of them all. The Gophers, it's been since the 60s, since they've had that opportunity. So this is such a huge game. Again, it's going to kick off at about 2.30. And uh, the fanfare that is surrounding this game is, has been truly incredible. The way the Gophers fans responded to game day, college game day being on campus, was incredible. I was watching some of the pictures on social media as well as some of the video that was put out there. P.J. Fleck is getting a lot of national prominence, as is earned. And this is what's amazing about this Gopher program to me, is a little over a year ago, they played a pitiful Illinois team. Now, Illinois is actually not bad this year. They are bowl eligible. So Lovey Smith's done a terrific job with that program. But last year, Illinois was awful. And the Gophers went into Champaign, Illinois and gave up 55 points and 646 yards of offense to an awful Illinois team. And a lot of people are saying, I know this is only P.J. Fleck's second year, but you do not lose games like this. You you can't lose games like this. P.J. Fleck, That that's it. We've, you know, he's, try, he's a snake oil salesman, this row the boat, this – you know, this uh, like bad on a sugar diet uh, demeanor that he has where he's just constantly, you know, souped up or hyped up. It's it's just a bunch of hot air. This isn't going to work. Let's just admit this was a failed experiment, pull the plug on it, and uh, and let's move on. In fact, uh, Star Tribune columnist Patrick Royce for 40 years has been doing a Turkey of the Year column and every Thanksgiving to signify someone he deems as a, you know, a quote-unquote turkey, you know, someone that he detests. And it was uh, in last year. It was PJ Fleck who was uh, given that given that award, especially in the aftermath of that loss, that horrible loss to Illinois. And again, this was only Fleck's second season because after that loss, they were you know four and five. Looks like they were going nowhere. Well, then they won uh, two of their last three regular season games, including going into Madison against a pretty good Wisconsin team. Now this wasn't a typical Wisconsin team that, you know, was in the top 5, top 10, but they were a pretty good Wisconsin team and they went in there and crushed the Badgers, winning the Paul Bunyan's Axe for the first time in like 14, 15 years. And all of a sudden, the Gopher program was 6 and 6 after that went over Wisconsin and they got a bid in the in the Quick Lane Bowl the day after Christmas. You know, Quick Lane Bowl, big deal, but they crushed Georgia Tech. And it was at that two-week span where people said, you know what, maybe this Gophers team might be formidable. Because after that drubbing against Illinois, they changed their defensive coordinator, and all of a sudden they played better defensively the next few weeks, including winning the Quick Lane Bowl. So it was a victory over arch-rival Wisconsin, something that the Gophers had not done since 2003 that made people want to give P.J. Fleck an opportunity and it's not like this season got off to the most auspicious beginning because they barely beat South Dakota State which is what division 2 division 1a or something like that they're a division below they barely beat South Dakota State at home they had a nice win over in fresno state you know on the road you know pretty impressive win but they had to struggle to beat georgia southern at home okay having to get a late touchdown just to beat georgia southern by 3 points and people are saying you know what yeah, they're 3-0, but what they have shown us in these first three games doesn't give us any hope that they've made a leap forward. Well, guess what? They won their first six Big Ten games, including a win against number 5 Penn State at home, and that's when it was r- people started to say, you know what? Okay, finally, we can start talking about this Gopher team being in serious discussion for a Rose Bowl bid. Maybe, maybe, maybe just Maybe a berth in the college football playoff, and then of course they lose to Iowa the following week. That kind of took care of all those hopes. Uh, but here's what I will say: they beat Wisconsin today. At minimum, they probably have a berth in the Rose Bowl because they probably lose to Ohio State. But if they can somehow, some way, beat Ohio State, how are the Gophers not in consideration, not in discussion for the college football playoff? Because Georgia is in the college football playoff, one of the four teams currently in that ranking, and they've lost one game at home to South Carolina. How is that a more? How is that a better loss than the Gophers going into Iowa, who is a top-20 team, and losing to Iowa? And they lost to Iowa by four points. So if the Gophers beat Ohio State, there has to be some consideration to be in the college football playoff. I still think it's an outside shot, but beating Ohio State i think is number one right now that that has to merit serious consideration it, it really does and when i start talking about this myself i i have to start checking my water to see did somebody lace my water with something i mean this is this is unbelievable you know just talking about this and it almost seems like the minute Minnesota sports fans get hyped up, particularly when it comes to the Vikings or, or you know, the Vikings particularly. It's that's when they always let you down, they break your heart. Well, the Gophers, there really is no precedence for this because they haven't been this formidable. Yeah, people talk about two thousand three when they were undefeated and they were up twenty eight to seven against Michigan at home and then ended up blowing that lead and uh losing out of a chance to win the little brown jug for the first time since nineteen eighty six. Okay, yeah, that was a heartbreaking loss, but you never really felt that that Gopher team was a Rose Bowl-caliber team. You felt they were very good, but you never felt like they were approaching that uh, upper level. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a huge game. Again, the conditions are pretty sloppy, and the Gophers are a good passing team. And if conditions are not conducive to throwing the football, it, eh, it could be a, a long day because Wisconsin – is like seventh in the nation in terms of yards per rush. They run like 5.6 yards a carry. And so they could really run the ball down your throat. So this is going to be a nip and tuck game. And I'll just say this. You know, I'm a bundle of nerves before a game like this. But how long have we go for fans been waiting for a game like this, of this big a consequence, and against our arch rival with so much at stake? Long time. Long time. So it's it it's definitely worth it. Uh is is Mark still on the phone? Okay. Uh Mark is on line one. Hey Mark, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead.
3: Brent, uh, another great show. Um Long Suffering Gopher fans sold at so at two thirty. Uh sorry. <laughs> yes, sir. I gotta switch today. I, I apologize. I gotta switch, but but uh I've got my family the most annoying Green Bay and Wisconsin fans. So I don't actually want the Gophers so much to win today. I want these people that I know to go out there, sit and sleet and snow and, and all the bad weather yeah. and lose a game yeah. and sulk all the way freaking home. Right. That, that, I hate to say it, I want I actually don't want the Gophers to win. I want Wisconsin to lose. But so so I That's maybe that's a character flaw on my part, but I don't care. Uh, But I had one more. I called in earlier about the uh, I said, uh, don't worry about that so-called reporter slash journalist. She'll have plenty of money for Christmas gifts. And I'm sure she's already got a job lined up with The New York Times, or The Washington Post. So no worries there.
4: Right, right. Thanks, Mark. We, we appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, and no apologies necessary, Mark. I, I totally understand switching over to the Gopher game at 2.30. I mean, if I wasn't working, you know, God bless Mitch, I love him, but uh, he'd be broadcasting here today if I wasn't, and uh, I'd probably be doing the same thing. So totally understand it, but we appreciate you listening and I appreciate your support uh, as always. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a, a bundle of nerves here, but uh, here's the good news. Even if the Gophers lose today's game, you know there go the there goes the axe, there goes the uh, dream for a Rose Bowl and Big Ten championship and all that. They're probably still going to get a decent bowl game and a chance to really show, you know, uh, send their uh, formidable seniors out with a bang. But here's the good news: is PJ Fleck has proven you can win at the University of Minnesota. Okay potential recruits are going to see that they can have success at this university. And he's created a culture where you can come here and have an opportunity to compete for a Big Ten championship, okay, to play in big games, to play on national television, to have college game day, come to the university. All right? These are things that appeal to these young players. And we see far too many high-caliber high school Minnesota recruits going across the border to Wisconsin. So it's high-time we uh, keep them here and PJ Fleck has created an environment where this is much more enticing. So if nothing else, win or lose today, I think he's accomplished a lot in this season in that University of Minnesota football program has some credibility. Six five one-two eight nine-four four eight eight is the number to call. Brad Carlson filling in for Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Don't
5: take it anymore. I'll just
0: stay here locked behind the door. Just no time to stop and get away. Cause the work so hard.
5: With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog-and-pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you, since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three My3Quotes. We
4: know you're going to love that brisket. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackshackBBQ.com. That's RackshackBBQ.com. Get that Rackshack attack.
6: RackshackBBQ. Yeah.
0: AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like stars and stripes. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app.
1: I'm Jan Markill helping you understand the times. Until one of you who support sanctuary policies or any elected official shoving these sanctuary policies on us are directly affected by illegal alien crime, you will never understand the depth of pain grief And hopelessness that they create. Angel mom Marianne Mendoza, head of Angel Families Organization, scolded pro-sanctuary city senators during a Senate committee hearing, asking them to imagine their own children being killed by a criminal illegal alien who was released into the U.S. She's right. How can anyone who hasn't endured such a loss comprehend the plight of angel moms? When will we come to our senses and consider the plight of these innocents before the plight of an illegal? What an upside-down world! For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org.
5: American Pressure is your local family owned source for pressure washers
4: since 1976. We focus on what you need to clean and we offer the best brands of hot and cold pressure washers, complete wash bays, portable systems, and custom built. We do it all for you. Visit us at AmericanPressure.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson.
1: Don't you love her badly? Filling
4: in for Mitch Berg, the headliner. Don't
1: you need her badly? But
4: fear not, Mitch will be on tomorrow. He'll be filling in for me from 1 to 3 on these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriot. And along with King Banyan, who could be heard Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440 The Businessman, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network dominating. Weekend political talk for the past 15 and a half years, and there's no stop sign in front of us yet. Uh, often imitated, never duplicated, the first all grassroots political talk shows uh, in the country. Yeah, um, I, I'm just along for the ride. I mean, like I say, they've been dominating talk radio for 15 and a half years. I've been along for eight and a half years of it, but um, what they've put in place, I'm always appreciative and always thankful in this week of Thanksgiving for having this opportunity. As I am every week to uh, be behind this microphone, and uh, thank you to thanks to you, the listeners, for for tuning in as well. One thing we've highlighted a lot on this show is how celebrities, particularly whether it be athletes or in the rare, rare, rare occasions, excuse me, that uh, actors show even tacit support for Donald Trump. They're basically given the proverbial scarlet letter, or they're blacklisted. And an interesting one from this past week that caught my attention, this was at the Daily Wire, how the Steelers' uh, third-string quarterback, Devlin Hodges. Now, he was a third-stringer behind Ben Roethlisberger, who, of course, has been out most of the year with an injury, and then Mason Rudolph, who is now benched due to ineffectiveness. So Devlin Hodges has now been elevated to the starter. Uh, He decided to delete some pro-Trump tweets. Again, this is from the Daily Wire. Seemingly trying to avoid a distraction, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Devlin Hodges reportedly deleted pro-Trump tweets soon after he was named the team's starting quarterback. While Hodges may have been ecstatic about getting the start, he quickly became the target of social media trolls who resurfaced his past tweets, mostly about President Trump. Fox News reported Wednesday. The Samford product was caught deleting the tweets about Trump, but Twitter users saved the receipts. One of the tweets Hodges deleted simply says Donald Trump with a thumbs up and an American flag emoji. Another now deleted tweet from Hodges, according to Complex, said wanting Donald Trump to fail is like wanting the pilot to crash the plane that we are all on. Hodges was recently named to fill in for Mason Rudolph, who took over after quarterback Ben Roethlisberger was lost for the season over an elbow injury. We met as a staff. We've decided that we're going to start Duck this week, Steelers Mike Tomlin announced, according to Complex. Really, the decision is clear for us, and there are some really clear reasons why. Like I talked about after the game, I thought he provided us a spark in-game. I'm hopeful that he's capable of continuing to provide that spark as we step into this stadium. Fox News reported Wednesday that Hodges, predictably, was met with mockery and rage from the anti-Trump left over his Trump support, clearly lending some insight into the quarterback's move to delete the posts. Uh, look, we, we've we said it a hundred times that you never kowtow to the leftist mob because there is ne- you can't apologize enough for your beliefs, and you know what, you shouldn't apologize for your beliefs, but I understand Hodge's perspective in that he's a very public job. When you're a starting quarterback of one of the 32 teams in the National Football League, which is the most popular pro sports league in the world, okay, there's going to be some extra scrutiny on you. And a lot of it you don't want, you just want to focus on the game and leave all the ancillary stuff behind, and I get that. But the fact of the matter is, This is what social justice mobs, leftist mobs, what they do. If you achieve any semblance of success in your given field, whether it's sports, whether it's entertainment, whatever high-profile job, they're going to plow through your social media feed to see if you've said anything objectionable and then use it against you. And then you become part of quote-unquote cancel culture. Because what they do is they try to use that to maybe undermine your endorsements. I don't know that Devlin Hodges has many endorsements yet. He's a, He was a third-string quarterback coming into this year. But if he plays well enough and shows that he can be a competent quarterback in the NFL, uh, they're at a premium right now. So uh, that could be something he could parlay into a bigger contract down the line. Who's to say? So this just shows that you can't out to these people because they still are going to find these and then blast them out there for all to see. You know, this, and what, to me, you know, showing support by Donald Trump by a thumbs up and flag emoji, okay, that's that's relatively benign. And then for saying something like wanting Donald Trump to fail is like wanting an airplane pilot to fail because if that happens, you know, we all go down. Uh, You know, wanting Donald Trump to fail is like wanting the pilot to crash the plane that we are all on. Okay? That's a rather benign statement. You You should feel like that about any president. Okay? Even ones you disagree with. Because guess what? If the president is an abysmal failure and does poorly by this country, that hurts us all. So we should want them to succeed. I wanted Barack Obama to succeed. The problem is the way he went about trying to succeed wasn't aligned with my fiscal conservative worldview. You know? not spending this uh, not spending this country into oblivion unfortunately that's still happening under Trump but that's not here nor there but things like overhauling the health care system or trying to undermine people's Second Amendment rights all right those are things that will hurt this country and I would hope Barack Obama would stay away from that you know what I've given Obama credit where credit is due recently where he's come out and basically talked about this idea that you know he's been a big advocate for free speech this idea that you shouldn't be subjected to ideas you find objectionable is is absurd it's silly all right and that's good for the culture you know the only way to defeat bad speech is not suppressing it but rather more speech and that's been the essence of obama's message lately so kudos to him for that okay kind of going into a digression here but uh this, this this is just absolutely ridiculous, this guilt by association This trying to undermine somebody's success by plying through their old social media feeds. You know, whatever. I mean, these people can't have a substantive debate on the issues. So, therefore, just showing even tacit approval for some like Donald Trump, you automatically label that person with everything you label with Trump. Okay? And you know what? That's exactly how you get someone like a Donald Trump elected president when, you know, he you know, um, paging Hillary Clinton. Right. The bit, one of the big turning points in the election was when she referred to Trump supporters as baskets, uh, basket of deplorables about a couple of months before Election Day. OK, that was a huge turning point because there were some people that weren't comfortable with either candidate, Hillary or Trump but this idea that they were even considering voting for Trump and then Hillary lumps them in as a bas- into a basket of deplorables well all of a sudden people are like you know what I don't know so much about but about Donald Trump but uh I know I can't vote for that person that would consider half of the country to be deplorables because they don't support her for president okay so uh, this this is just this just continues to happen, and again, uh, Devlin Hodges would have been better served to to leave it up there and say, you know what? Uh, there's nothing th- th- there's nothing outrageous in those tweets. I mean, there were other tweets that were dug up. You know, Kyler Murray's old Twitter feed in the uh, in the aftermath of how he when he won the Heisman Trophy or Brewers pitcher Josh Hader when he was in the All Star game. They were digging up objectionable tweets where they said some pretty shocking things as a teenager. You know as if that reflects the young men that they are today, right? That's one thing, but all Devlin Hodges did was just saying, look, you may not like Donald Trump as president, but if he's an abysmal failure, that hurts us all. Shouldn't you want him to succeed? You know, that, that's all he was saying. And the idea that that is so scandalous that he felt compelled to delete those tweets ahead of time, uh, says, a, says a lot, but you know what? I'd have preferred he, he kept those tweets around, but at the same time, Given the position he's in, the high-profile job he has, again, quarterback of one of the 32 NFL teams, I certainly understood why it was not worth the trouble because this is what these people do. So um, don't know if it's going to slow down anytime soon, but um, you know, if that's uh, your lot in life, trying to own people who support someone who's your political opposite, then that says a lot more about you than it does Devlin Hodges. is the number to call. Brad Carlson in for Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
5: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at nine five two five four four two eight three seven. that's nine five two five four four two eight three seven. or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services Inc member finra sipc sampled financial group is in minnetonka 952
2: guys waking up over and over to urinate is not okay but now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply. Absolutely free. Call 1 800 424 7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no strings attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1 800 424 7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1 800 424 7126. 1 800 424 7126. (laughs) Thank you for supporting our advertisers. Hey, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. Learn a little bit more about our advertisers by tuning in to the Cormark Metals Business of the Week. We give a little extra airtime to our local partners to help you get to know them better so you can make an informed decision when you need their services. Listen to the Business of the Week Monday through Friday at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. Sponsored by Cormark Metals. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder
5: I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366- 7773. Or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception.
4: Welcome back, m 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. in 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag Show For any comments or questions, I'm filling in for Mitch Berg today on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m., so I appreciate uh, Mitch's flexibility on this uh, crazy Thanksgiving weekend and uh, be safe out there, folks. I imagine the weather has only gotten more treacherous uh, as the time has gone on. It was a little slow going as I was driving down to the station today with all the sleet and snow and uh, freezing rain. Thankfully, it stayed above 32 degrees, albeit barely. Uh, so it hasn't been a sheet of ice. But, oof, boy, that um, yeah, that could get pretty ugly as time goes on. So um, definitely be safe out there. Drive safe. and. If you absolutely have to travel somewhere, like well, I actually have to travel back up to Ramsey <laughs> from here to go home. Uh, be very, very careful. Uh, looks like temperatures throughout the night will hover right around thirty-four degrees. So again, just a just a tick above freezing. So hopefully we'll be uh, everything will be okay and uh, we'll get through it and uh, go go Sky Skyuma. Anyways, uh, I want to continue on some local news from this past week. Uh, Obviously, if you remember the rally that President Trump held at Target Center back uh, about a month or two ago, I don't remember exactly when it was. I think it was back in October. uh, There was a uh, kind of a battle over what the heightened security would cost. Because obviously, whenever Donald Trump appears at a venue, you get these uh, violent kooks or Antifa kooks, you know, antifa which is short for anti-fascist so basically they put the fa in Antifa. and as a result there's concerns that skirmishes would break out now on a, unfortunately there is always some uh, violence that takes place these you remember the 20, i mean the 2016 campaign before trump was even elected president he would draw these huge crowds to these rallies and the Trump detractors were so enraged by some of the things he would say from stage that they would show up and they would cause all sorts of chaos and violence. Now, unfortunately, there were a couple of folks within the Trump crowd that would maybe egg them on a little bit and cause violence on their own. But I'm sorry, it's not even close to the scale that the anti-Trump crowd was causing. And if you also remember, ahead of Trump's visit, Mayor Fry, Mayor Jacob Fry of Minneapolis basically said Trump wasn't welcome there. We don't care for his rhetoric, we can't uh stop him from coming, but we can certainly say that he's not welcome here. So if we're going to use the logic of the left, well how is that not inflammatory? How is that not escalating and encouraging people to be violent? Again, I don't agree that it is, all right? Those protesters who show up to commit violence, I don't care what anybody has said. You're the one who is responsible for committing violent acts. Period. End of story. I don't care what Mayor Fry has said. I don't care what President Trump has said. There are no words that give you an excuse to act like that and commit violence and bring physical assault upon those who are attending a rally. Because most people who go to these Trump rallies... You know, say what you want about people who support Trump, but they just go there and, and they, they're they entertained by it, okay? And say what you want about Trump. His rallies are never boring, all right? he may say things that are factually dubious, and we leave that to the quote-unquote fact-checkers to sort all that out. But you can't deny that his rallies uh, are entertaining. So I say all that to say that there was a story in the Star Tribune that came out Indicating that the mayor, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, renewed his payment demand as costs have climbed for the Trump rally, they were initially estimated uh, well into the six figures. And uh, we'll read this Minneapolis Star Tribune story: Cost for President Donald Trump's campaign rally in Minneapolis last month came in slightly higher than expected, and the city will continue to seek reimbursement, Mayor Jacob Fry said Tuesday. After weeks of calculating the cost of police overtime, public works, crews, and road barriers, the city determined that it spent $542,733, roughly 12000 more than the original $530,000 cost estimate for the president's rally at the 19,356-seat Target Center. The event drew national attention after Fry and Trump sparred over who should cover costs for the event, which drew large protests around the downtown arena. The majority of the tab, some 392,000 was attributed to police costs including overtime. Exactly how the city will seek reimbursement for those costs and whether it will succeed remains to be determined. We're not taking any option off the table at this point, Fry said. The spending battle began before Trump took the stage at this event, widely seen as a milestone in the GOP effort to flip Minnesota in the 2020 presidential election. Republicans haven't captured Minnesota in a presidential race since 1972, though in 2016, Trump lost by a margin of 1.5% or less than 45,000 votes. As a result, both major political parties consider Minnesota a battleground state next year. Fry said he would seek reimbursement from any candidate who held a similar event in the future. This is not an issue that is limited to one candidate or one party, said Fry, a DFLer, to which I say bull. Hockey. Uh, this is an overarching question that we need to look at in terms of the cost that the cities are focused to bear. Uh, I got a question for Mayor Fry. There have been plenty of large protests that have taken place in Minneapolis for different reasons, okay, that have resulted in whether it be Black Lives Matter or Antifa or whatever. That where they have blocked freeways and people from getting point A to point B, all right? And there was undoubtedly a lot of costs that went in to trying to obviously uh, cool that mob down, but also to try to restore order and allow people to go from point A to point B. And also, there were... Uh, Escalations of uh, there was also violence that some of these protesters brought onto people, and inevitably there were lawsuits that were going to be that were going to be filed as a result, lawsuits against the city. So my question is, who's footing the tab for that stuff? Did Black Lives Matter pay their own way when they block when they blocked freeways? Did Antifa or any other progressive quote unquote progressive uh, protest group, violent protest group? When they committed acts of violence and police and extra policemen had to work to clear the freeways and whatnot and arrest these people and book them and everything, all the logistics that went into that, uh, did did Antifa have to pay their own way? Right? For and, and we were lectured incessantly about, well, these people should be able to ex- exercise their First Amendment rights. Really? Blocking freeways is exercising your First Amendment right? You see, eventually there becomes first there's your first amendment rights where the government does not inhibit your free speech but then there's also disorderly conduct and there's also trespassing okay blocking traffic on a freeway uh i think that kind of uh wades into the uh disorderly conduct waters or trespassing and that kind of property okay there are penalties to be paid for that so we're any i'm asking a serious question does anybody know this Okay? Because at the end of the day, this is what free speech is all about is the government can't make any laws that inhibit your free speech. But guess what? They also have to protect our rights to convey our free speech. Nothing Donald Trump said from that podium would incite should have did incite or should have incited a a violent left wing mob. Okay? No left wing mob could say, "Oh, did you hear Donald Trump saying he wants to crack down on alien, on uh, illegal aliens?" I'm triggered, and then they and then they enact a bunch of violence. How is that Trump's responsibility for that? Okay. It's these it's these left wing groups go all over the country where Trump is speaking, and carry on these protests. And there were people, there were protesters that were spit on. There were protesters, or excuse me. Trump uh, rally attendees that were spit on, Trump rally attendees that were punched. And again, I'm not saying the Trump rally attendees were innocent. There was documented video of a couple of them, all right, uh, causing trouble. But out of a crowd of 19,000, if there is less than 10 that are causing trouble, as opposed to a few thousand protesters that are there just for the purpose of intimidating rally-goers, again, I, I, I... I fail to see how that's how that's Trump's issue. OK, again, I'm not I'm not the biggest Trump fan myself. I had the opportunity to go to the Trump rally as a media person, and I just didn't care to be down in that kind of, in that that kind of circus. OK, because these left wing groups, these particularly the Antifa, they're violent protesters. They absolutely are. And again, there's nothing that Trump says from the podium that gives them an excuse to commit violence, to spit on rally goers, to punch them. Nothing. And yet Trump gets stuck with the bill. So I, I don't really know what Jacob Fry uh, intends on doing if the Trump campaign uh, declines to pay this. But obviously you could very easily cite first, first Amendment statutes to say that's part of the government's job to protect one's right to free speech and to protect one's right to freely assemble. Antifa has every right to freely assemble, but they don't have a right to punch people and spit on them for attending a rally where they're exercising the right to freely assemble. So this is something that uh, obviously isn't going to go away anytime soon. And you know what? Uh, kudos to Mayor Fry. This is his uh, 15 minutes of fame because, he you know, he, he he's kind of poking the bear a little bit, trolling the Trump campaign. And inevitably, Trump is going to respond with a tweet about the mayor, and, and the mayor is going to get his 15 minutes of fame. And he looks like a guy that likes to uh, uh, indulge in whatever notoriety he gets, so you know, if that's his tactic, good on him, but uh, I don't know how much longer he can go to uh, uh, to try to collect this payment. But, you know, more stories will definitely come out about this, and we'll uh, definitely see this. Uh, Eric doesn't, isn't looking at me, so I can, I'll have to say we're taking a break. 651-289-4488 <laughs> four, four, eight, eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at uh, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. It is me, Brad Carlson, on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sans the headliner Mitch Berg. He is out on assignment today, but he will be filling in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. And uh, we'll be back with one final segment coming up on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
7: You hear a lot of business people talk about core values these days. That sounds all well and good, but if you're like me, you're just not quite sure what it means until you come across a company like Core Mark Metals. Owners Diane and John Dormanen founded the company 27 years ago on a basic principle, provide quality products with outstanding service. You can rely on Core Mark Metals to help you reach your goals. Their innovative solutions will keep your business and projects running smoothly. Whether you're looking to manufacture a product to bring to market needing thousands of parts fabricated to impeccable standards or building a trailer in your garage core mark metals will ensure you meet your goal to find out more about their extensive stock of metal hardware or to explore their menu of fabrication and design services join them at coremarkmetals.com that's coremarkmetals.com or get inspired by visiting them in minneapolis just off of washington with plenty of free parking core mark metals
8: values that hit the mark Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt, and over the last few months, my fellow Salem talk show host and I have been speaking across the country at the War for America Soul Tour. Thousands of people have attended these sold-out events in cities all across the United States. We talked candidly about the attacks against our Constitution, the push for radical socialism, open borders, and other issues affecting you and our country. Not everybody could get a ticket, so we filmed the event in Sacramento, California, and in Tampa, Florida. These were incredible nights with a few surprises. You can now watch the events on demand, or even buy the DVD. The front row seat to watch me, Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, even Michelle Malkin. We discuss the critical issues that are at stake ahead of our next presidential election, and we give you the truth. To watch it now, go to WatchSalemMedia.com. You'll be glad you did. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Again, for the Steelers fans, WatchSalemMedia.com. And thank you
1: digital marketing is a big part of just about every business it's everywhere is your business using it to your advantage are you receiving your share of the leads if you're not effectively using digital media you could be losing sales by the second even worse your customers can be grabbed up one by one never to return not sure if you're losing out to the competition person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.
4: Welcome back 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, it's me, Brad Carlson. Filling in on the headliner edition. Of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sans the headliner, Mitch Berg. Again, he's out on assignment today, but he'll be filling in for me uh, tomorrow. Thanks as always for tuning in, and I appreciate uh, Mitch's audience always indulging me and uh, calling in with the enthusiastic phone calls, even though Mitch uh, isn't on the broadcast today. But uh, if you'd like to talk to Mitch personally, again, he'll be on for me tomorrow. So uh, we appreciate uh, the time today and appreciate Mitch's flexibility. In allowing me to uh, fill in for the broadcast as well, it's uh, Thanksgiving week can kind of be a chaotic week. I uh, had some things going on uh, tomorrow that I wanted to uh, wanted to get to, so appreciate Mitch's willingness to uh, switch broadcasts. Some updates from the uh, Minnesota Legislature, uh, friend of the broadcast, Nick Zerwas, who is a representative out of Elk River and currently serving in his fourth term in the Minnesota legislature. Uh, He announced on Monday that he will resign from the legislature effective December 6th. Uh, By the way, this is an announcement that was posted on his uh, page in the Minnesota House of Representatives website. Uh, Representative Zerwas issued the following statement regarding his decision to depart the legislature. Uh, For the last 13 years, it has been the honor of my lifetime to serve my neighbors in Elk River on the City Council and the State Legislature. My recent heart surgery brought into focus the need to spend as much time as I can with my wife and three-year-old son and spend my prime working years providing the best possible life for my family. It is not easy leaving a job that I absolutely love, but I'm able to depart on my own terms with no regrets and with optimism for what lies ahead. I want to thank my parents, my brothers, my wife, Bat. And my son for being unbelievably supportive of my service in the legislature. Zerwas was first elected to the legislature in 2012, and in his fourth ter- and is in his fourth term. Previously, he had served six years in the Elk River City Council, and prior to that, worked for the Anoka County Crime Lab and Target Corporation's private forensic lab. Zerwas was diagnosed at a young age with a congenital heart defect, and his parents were told he would not live past the age of seven. He has had more than 11 heart surgeries, including two during his time in the legislature. Now 38, he lives in Elk River with his wife, Bet and their young son. Uh, yeah, I'm going to miss Nick, no doubt about it. Uh, I've ne- had Nick on the show a few times, a uh, few times to talk legislative issues, and then one time when he was part of a charity having to do with uh, you know heart issues. And obviously that's something very near and dear to his pardon the pun, heart, that he was able to, you know, give back to these charities that were instrumental in his life. And, you know, I read that statement that doctors did not expect him to live past the age of seven. And the fact that he's been given a gift of 30 plus years of life beyond that, he realizes how grateful he is. And, you know, there was an announcement came out that he had to have some work done in his heart. I believe he had to have a pacemaker replaced or put in and whatever the situation was so when this announcement came down the pike i was i was somewhat surprised but then when i read the statement it, it made perfect sense you know why he was moving on because the legislature that's that's a tough thing to be a part of i mean you don't make a great wage and granted it's only a part-time job the legislative session goes from january february into about may so it's three or four months but you know it's quote it's part-time but yet you're never really away from it. There's always something going on. I mean, if a constituent calls up and complains about a legislative issue or has uh, a question or comment about a piece of legislation, what are you going to do as a legislator? Ah, get back to me in January February when, when uh, it's in session. You're not going to get reelected doing that. So, and, and we talked to Senator Abler last week. I mean, they had committee hearings regarding the DHS uh, debacle you know and session was not going on but yet these legislators still would participate in committee meetings and hold hearings so it is a part-time job but it isn't and it's not a wage conducive of maybe being the primary breadwinner in your family which obviously is something Nick's concerned about with a wife and a young son and i know i have a, i have good authority you know because i know nick personally and he's a friend of mine that you know he's had to work a job outside of being in the legislature and if, you know and eventually it just kind of becomes something where you're just trying to burn the candle at so many ends that the family life ends up suffering and if anybody knows how precious time is and how precious life is it's Nick Zerwas so while I'll uh definitely miss having him on the broadcast you know he I still consider him a friend hope to still see him around and hang out with him and uh you know he's he's another guy that I know a lot of legislators will miss if you watch the universal praise that was given to him on Twitter, you had some of the most far-left legislators all echoing the same sentiment. They say, you know what, when it comes to policy, there's no one with whom I disagreed more than Nick Zerwas. But as a person, he's a guy I always look forward to working with and genuinely enjoyed working with. And part of that has to do with Nick's uh, penchant for sweets. If you know anything about Nick Zerwas, the guy loves chocolate. The guy loves candy. He's got the famous shot, of course, is his drawer that he has in his desk on the house floor, where you open that drawer, and it's plum full with like Reese's peanut butter cups, Kit Kat, Hershey, every every kind of chocolate imaginable. He would have in this drawer, and he that was, you know, there was a purpose to that as well. He would talk about how he would walk around the house floor and he'd have a candy bar in his jacket pocket, and you know he'd be talking to someone and then. Maybe offer someone, you know, like a miniature uh, Hershey bar or something. Just a kind of way is to engage someone in conversation. I mean, how can you turn down a conversation with someone who hands you a little chocolate bar, right? So there was a purpose to that. And it was great. And it was part of his uh, part of his great charm that he had on the House floor. And the guy is one of the funniest guys around. Great sense of humor. Always uh, fun associating with him. So, you know, again, while I miss him, certainly serving the legislature because he was definitely one of the good ones. Uh, I know that I'll probably see him around at uh, different events because there's, you know, big election year coming up. So uh, again, effective December 6th, which is on, I believe, Friday. Yeah. Come the next Friday, December 6th, he will be resigning. So that means there has to be a special election in his House District 30A because uh, by law, a legislator has to be in place prior to the 2020 session. So uh, there's going to be a quick uh, election endorsement process, party endorsements, and then obviously a quick uh, special election, and hopefully we can keep a Republican in that seat. It's a pretty conservative district, so I'm confident we can, and certainly anybody that Nick Zerwas throws his weight behind, uh, that's going to that's going to definitely carry a lot of goodwill. There's no doubt about it. So uh, we'll miss Nick, uh, no question, but uh, I, I, if Nick happens to be listening, I can tell him that if there's anything that he wants to come on and discuss or you know, uh, maybe... Event or have an outlet to share uh, some of the things that are on your mind and heart. He's always got a home here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So uh, we definitely appreciate his service to the legislature and uh, offer up our best wishes and Godspeed to Nick, his wife, Beth, and their three-year-old son. So, folks, with that, I am going to be signing off. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's been me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg. Fear not, Mitch is in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. on the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, I will definitely be checking in with you my regularly scheduled time next weekend on Sunday. Godspeed, my friends. God bless you all. God bless America. When it
0: comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Sebastian Gorka
9: here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... and they discounted it to only 19.95. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call
6: 800-500-8384. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call Low Cost Airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now, 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091.
0: Black Friday savings continue through Monday at Ace. Visit AceHardware.com to get your coupon for 15% off your entire purchase, in-store or online. Whether it goes under the tree or into a stocking, our best brands always make the best gifts. So bring in your list and save big with 15% off your entire purchase, in-store or online, Saturday through Monday. Must present coupon redeem. Offer valid at participating stores at AceHardware.com on regular priced items. Limit one. Exclusion supply. Ace is the place with the helpful
1: hardware,